Welcome to Joyfield and Jesus Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real life stories and practical tools that not only let you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you've always wanted to be. In this episode, I share how I accompanied my aunt through the four R's, recognizing fear is active, realizing you're not alone, receiving truth, and responding by co-creating new realities. And I led her through these R's when we received the news that she was diagnosed with lung cancer. I was very tender for my aunt, and I really, I really wanted to accompany her into the presence of Jesus, not just pray for her, but have uh, facilitate an interactive connection with him so that she could find the strength and the hope and the comfort and the encouragement that she is going to need to face everything that is to come. It was a beautiful moment, and I give um, you this story hoping that it'll encourage you to just step out and offer this space for others to find God in the midst of their struggles too. Hi there. So today I want to share with you, uh, really it's an Emmanuel story, but it could also be uh, back to joy from overwhelm or fear. Um, so, but it's an Emmanuel story of someone else. Um, really in this channel, I want to help you see how I live as Jesus led us possible in every single area of life, right? Um, and what I've found is that a lot of times uh, people don't have the opportunity of hearing God in their situations. Um, Christians overall, thankfully, we've moved into praying for people a lot. And I think that's a huge blessing when we offer, hey, would you like me to pray for you at all in this you know, situation and, and bring the divine into current reality? But it's another step. Um, it's a scary step, actually, to invite someone to interact with, with God himself on that situation. And so I want to share with you what this looks like for me in real life because it happened uh, just a few weeks ago with a family member. So my one of my relatives uh, was diagnosed with cancer. And um, yeah, it was a very scary diagnosis, as you can imagine. Um, and it's been a very tender uh, journey for our family through this. But while she was in the hospital, I called her and just asked if she wanted uh, to just spend some time with God on this. And she said, yes. And so we took some time together and um, I want you to just see what it looks like, right? When I do this or when we do this with people. And um, so I asked my aunt um, if she were willing to just try to find a memory where she was really glad to be alive. One of those moments where there's just no bad feelings at all. And you're just full of thankfulness, full of gratitude, full of joy. And she closed her eyes. She was on the phone with me, but uh, she said, I'll close my eyes. And she closed her eyes and she found a memory very quickly of when her son was born. And um, I asked her to tell me about it a little bit. And so she described the hospital. I asked her to tell me which part of the of that whole birthing experience was she connecting with most? Um, you know, was it right when he was born? Was it after he was born when she was holding him? Was it when was it? Um, and she said when everyone met her in the hall of the lobby to see the, to see the, her son. And um, that was the moment in her mind that was just kind of seared with so much deep joy. And I asked her to tell me how she felt as she even was remembering it, right? And she said that 
she always felt scared that she couldn't even have children. Um, and that that was uh, just such an amazing uh, experience. Um, and that the, that her little son was just in her mind just felt so amazingly beautiful his coloring of his skin and his little hair and his little body. She just described all of it and how much joy she felt. And, and then I asked her to how else did you feel and she said I felt loved I felt love inside of me I felt love around me. So then I, I asked her to thank God for the moment, you know, just really following Dr. Um, Carl Lehman's approach to entering in and Dr. Wilder's approach to entering into appreciation and, and interacting with God. And, and I said, you know, just thank him for that moment. And she did uh, just beautifully gave thanks to, to God for that precious gift that she had. And then um, I asked her, you know, to look around and see if she could, in her memory, in her memory right there, she's in the hallway, she, you know, where, what, where was God? Was he there? Could you sense the presence of God there? And she immediately said, I sense him standing over us. I'm holding my son and I just sense the presence of God standing over me. And then she said, I can feel it. I can feel it. And I said, well, can you just look at, at that presence? Does it look like Jesus? And she said, yeah, it looks like Jesus. I said, well, can you look at that presence and ask Jesus how he felt in that moment? And so she did. She looked um, in her imagination at this presence that was there. Um, and she said she sensed it, him say, I knew, I knew you always wanted a baby. And I gave it to you. And I gave this child to you. And it was my delight. It was my delight to gift, gift him to you. And she said she just felt overwhelmed uh, with love. And then I asked her to, to just ask him, what do you want me to know about right now? Right now, everything that's going on with me, paying attention to nonverbals, paying attention to how this presence of God responds to her. And she senses, the, she senses these words, there are things you don't, there are things in life that you don't know if you can handle them, but you can, you can. And then I said, well, what, what's he doing? You know, can you see him? And she said, yeah, he's, he's walking around in front of me. He's kind of pacing in front of me. And I said, well, why don't you ask him, you know, how does he feel about you right now? How does he feel about you and everything you're going through? And she responded, I, I sense him say, he knows that I'm having a difficult time. He is not going to leave me. He's telling me he's not going to leave me. And she almost starts crying um, right then. And she said, now he's being silly and he's coming over and he's drinking my tea. Um, you know, and, and I just think, yeah, that's so, so fun. Sometimes if God sees that we're overwhelmed, you know, the, the presence of Christ meets us in very unique ways. Uh, to bring us out of our overwhelm, to bring us into a relationship with him. Um, so I, I asked her, I said, well, um, you know, looking at him right now, how do, how, do, how do you feel hearing that he's not going to leave you and hearing that he's there for you? And, and she just cried and said, yeah, that's what I needed. That's what I needed today. And I said, ask him if you can come back to this moment when you need to to feel his presence, to feel him right there beside you and to talk with him as you go through this whole journey of chemo and everything that you're going to be going through. And she said, yes, yes. He says, always, I can always come right back here and talk with him when I need him the most.
So that, um, that's what it looks like for me when I'm, I'm trying to be Jesus led, right? I find out my aunt has cancer. My heart longs to be with her. I can't be with her because she lives um, three hours away. I call um, and, and just offer, offer the presence, offer a space for her to sense God and be with him and interact with him. And I felt um, after that, I felt relieved. I felt like my aunt has everything she needs now to get through this really difficult journey that she's on. Yes, we are still going to need to be present and, and want to be present and with her through it. She's going to need us around her and her family with her, lots of love and encouragement and support. But she has an internal resource in the presence of God that she might not have had before that moment. And now she can go there anytime to access this, uh, to access God and his comfort and peace and joy when she needs to, and she's, she's going to need to. So um, thank you for tuning in today. And I hope that helps uh, put feet, hands and feet onto this concept of being Jesus led in, in crucial moments, in critical moments like that uh, in our lives and in those of the lives of those that we love. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Joyfield and Jesus Led. Recognizing fear is active, realizing you're not alone, receiving the truth, and responding by co-creating new realities are not only the four keys to parent fearlessly, but they're also four keys to helping friends and relatives find peace and hope in the midst of any crisis. Next season, I'll be sharing stories of listeners who've used these steps and found more than they imagined possible. Until next time.